Sup. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and future Bachelor only, and not affiliated with any outside party or entity. This fun podcast may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Yeah! It's the 200th episode! Let's go! I said Future Bachelor Podcast. Uh, Let's go! Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Sai. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. At this episode, we're covering what is apparently the Shanae show. Let's go! First and eighth babies. Huh? And Kanye's still running his mouth about Pete Davidson. Fatality. Yeah, and this is episode 200. You know what it is. (laughs) Wow, we made it, V. We made it to 200 episodes. Wow, that's incredible. I can't believe it. Um, How do you feel? How does it make you feel? It's weird. It's weird, yeah. I mean, it's just another episode, I guess. But It kind of is, but it isn't. It's weird because... um, you know, one of my favorite podcasts, Girls Gotta Eat, they've had, they only have like probably like six more episodes than us. Mm. And like they even forgot when their 200th episode was. So um, it's just funny to see that. And it's also funny to think that like two years ago, we were doing our 100th episode. Things things were very different. Yes. I just think like, you know, yeah, a lot has a, changed. It was a different time. A lot time. has changed in a hundred episodes. There was a lot time, to celebrate you know? back then. Um, you know, little celebrations on two hundredth episode for us this time around. But, you know, we're just gonna keep it going. You know, this I don't see any end in sight. Two hundredth, you know, three hundredth, you know, get me to five hundred, a thousand, now we're talking, you know. And then when okay. we get up to there, we'll get to like a thousand and then two thousand will be like, <laughs> you know, we made it to two thousand. Imagine two thousand episodes. We'll, we'll be old as hell. Are but, we? Yeah, I don't even, I don't know the math. I'm not good at math like that. Um, well, I guess we technically would do 52 a year at tops, right? Right. So that's a lot of a lot of years of, of podcasting. But hey, yeah. who knows, man, till the wheels fall off. But, you know, I just want to give so. us a round of, round of applause, you know, and the air horn. <laughs> a little... The kids love us, you know. We, we put in the work to get here. The kids. So, you know, we had to do it. Kids. Um, V, so before we uh, get to this week's episode of The Bachelor, which I did enjoy, um, you know, what? how have you been this last week? How's, what's been going on? I had a pretty busy weekend, actually, like surprisingly. Mm. Um, my Saturday was jam-packed. I started the day with a brunch with my friend Bao, who got engaged over the holidays, Um, And they got to show me their ring and everything, which was awesome. And being able to catch up with them and talk about, you know, career and um, other things is always is always great. Um, And then uh, I got to surprise my friend Alex Shroggy for his 30th birthday party. Um, Yeah, Happy birthday. Yes, which it was a lot of fun. He was actually at the I think he had like an inkling that something was going to happen, but he was he was actually pretty surprised. He didn't expect all of us to be where we were. So, um that was that was fun. And then me and you and Andy ended up that night going to um our friend Zach Sim. Shout out to Sims. Yeah. Um to a little party that him and his roommate Moses uh were 
hosting in honor of their love of Yellowstone, the TV show. Yes. Um, so it was a Western themed party, um, which was which was a decent amount of time. And I ended up at the battery at PBR per, you know, on theme. Um, I luckily did not allow anybody to convince me to get on the bowl because I was like, nope, you'll not be getting me on that bowl. I will not be doing it. Um, I've done it before. I don't really think I need to do it again. And also, I had my nice hat, and I'm like, I'm not losing this hat. I'm yeah. not losing this hat on this bowl tonight. It's not happening. Um, but that was fun. And then my friend Ross was in town this past weekend because it was his best friend's wedding. So I got to watch some some of the crazy playoff football games, the um, AFC and NFC championships this past weekend with him, his friend Carl, and then our friends Mackenzie and TJ, which was a lot of fun. I love... I love this football. This these last couple of weeks of football have been intense, um, and that was like when the news that Tom Brady was retiring first surfaced, and then he confirmed it later this week. So it was just, I love the feeling of football. It's it's main football time right now. Wow, wow. Okay, well, um, yeah, I had a pretty eventful week too. I feel like. Um, you know, I, I I started, you know, the weekend off actually going to um, my acting buddy from class. It was his birthday. And so I went out and celebrated with him. And there was a bunch of actors like, you know, around dinner and stuff. And, uh, you know, I was just kind a of a lot of personalities, I'm sure. Oh, it was it was just crazy because like I, I feel like I've manifested this this dinner, like specifically, like I feel like I saw it in my head like a year ago of like you, when, when I was starting to act, I was like, I wonder when I'll have like actor friends and I'll be like going out with other actors and doing things with them and stuff. And here I am at this dinner and everyone's like been in acting so class. Well, Did it feel deja vu-y to you because of that? Or? I mean, I feel like I, I've been very purposeful, you know, since last year about my life and just trying to like slowly like, you know, build upon, you know, foundations I've set. And, um, you know, it's just kind of like it's like self-realization, just just really just uh you know, seeing it and knowing that I'm going to get there. So it is a weird deja vu type of thing. But at the same time, I'm just kind of like, just like just trying to live in the present and really experience it as opposed to like what's coming next. You know, it's just like, mm. I have mm. the power to do this. This is cool that like I can make my future and actually be in it one day. And um, so that was cool. Speaking of which, I went and woke up the next morning, actually, because they all went out to like uh, the red phone booth, which is like a speakeasy here in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And um, I, you know, haven't been drinking so i can't i just came home so i w w woke up the next morning to meet my friend uh jesse who does music and stuff at a coffee shop in Edmond park and um i got there early so i could read a little bit and i was reading my acting book in, in the coffee shop and right as i was walking by um or right as i was reading like my acting book walking by the window was will poulter um you know who he is Yes and no. Like, give me give me a reference point because I'm like name. I know who that is, but I'm like reference point missing it. Yeah, no. Well, Will Point uh, Poulter is uh, actually uh, an actor. He's been in movies like uh, The Maze Runner. I think he's been in Okay, Where the Millers with like Jennifer Aniston, yes. Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And okay, he, yes. Yeah, and I, I can think, picture him now. Yeah, yeah. So now he's actually like bulking up and getting jacked and stuff for his new Marvel role. I think he's going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy three. That's okay. Yes, that's. I was like, I'm like, I feel like he's here. For for, I know he was like doing stuff for Marvel. That's yeah. why I was like, I'm like, I'm confused. So yeah, he uh, walked by wearing like a weighted vest because I think he was doing some workout like up the hill, up to Jack's Pizza and stuff. But um, I don't think he was getting the pizza. But 
and then he walked back and I was just like this is not so a lot of people are getting the pizza at Jack's Pizza yeah, you know what well, I'm saying you know you guys know what's <laughs> up I haven't been there in a minute either but it was just cool because I was reading acting and it was just like I'm seeing an actor I'm in like I'm like I just feel good about all this stuff so that was dope um, yes uh, we went out partying again on, on Saturday to this party and, and it was dope because like I had a really good time I got those liquid death um, water in a can that looks like literally a tall boy Miller light and it does, yeah. yeah and uh I feel like I had a good time like I felt like I was drunk like I don't know what what, what it was but I was just like enjoying the time without actually drinking and um you know we we're playing a pretty epic game of beer pong with um me and Andy were against two girls you were there watching and Graham just, and Kirsten yes. yeah and you kind of like <laughs> one of the games we lost because you celebrity shot and made it um, for the other team, yeah, traitor. But um, sorry, no, it's all you good. know. Girls supporting girls. I, I'm always doing it for the girls. Whatever. <laughs> but um, so yeah, that was fun, and it was just another example of like, you know, I can do this, like, you know. So I think, you know, now it's February. I've been 30 days without social media and and uh, drinking and stuff, and um, you know, I finished my I, I finished my third book of January and started a fourth book. So like literally I'm about like halfway through my fourth book and it's not even the second day of February yet. So a lot of good things have been coming from it and I just feel really good about and I think I went on to social media yesterday. I posted um uh, my Your new headshots. Head so yeah, uh, mm-hmm. shout out to my boy John Paul. Did you shoot those. those in downtown? Because I see the like, um, like in Centennial Park area. Because yeah, I yeah. See, like, uh, um, me and my boy uh, John Paul, we went downtown and and uh, rooftop down there at dusk and and uh, got a couple cool pictures for act, my yeah. acting profile. So I'm just really happy about that. But when I got on to social media, I was like, nah, I can't do this. Like I, I literally deleted it like within like probably a couple hours because I just, it was starting to suck my time again and I'd done so well. So I really think like this might be the new trend of maybe posting something or just getting on there on the first of every month and then deleting the app and getting back to it because I've just been so I have productive. A lot of, I have friends like Taylor Marie and stuff who a lot of times like will delete it during the week and will go on it like will uh, like re up like download the app like on a Friday night or whatever so that they can like pop in and check in on stuff like on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I mean, I've just I'm, I've just been it's been nice to not have to even check in like I've been trying to treat my my Saturdays you know some some of us have our jobs that revolve around its size so some of us don't have the luxury I mean I I thought that I thought that too about that was one of the excuses I would say when I didn't want to get off social media too I'm like I have all these things I'm doing but like literally the benefits of 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 it have been like awesome for me I feel like and I'm going to keep it going so um, we'll see what happens uh, and, and I also installed this uh, new clothes rack in my in my apartment that my sister got me for Christmas and it looks dope so I'm very excited about that I'm about to get some wooden hangers and make it like be look look all trendy so make it aesthetic yeah you know what it is but um, you'll you know, start doing like little fit check transitions in front of it for TikTok yeah, exactly maybe I'll like go to like a thrift store and like start selling like things from there from my little clothes rack right there but um, you know oh, v, that was we did do a lot this weekend but you know we're just trying to catch you guys up in the last 200 episodes we had but you know why don't we get to the nitty gritty of what we like to do here and uh, it's that time we talk about Bachelor stuff on our show 
Yes, Bachelor Week 4 is up, but before we get into all that, um, why don't you guys go ahead and subscribe, smash that thumbs up button, and hit the notification bell so you can get notified every time we drop new content, and if you just did, huge shout out to you. <laughs> Veronica, where do we even start with this week's Bachelor episode, Week 4? <laughs> I am just, I'm already mad that we're in the cycle of now these episodes aren't, I like when they're the clean cut like per week mm -hmm. because now we're getting the bleed over of like last week into this week. Yeah, it's a little messy, it. but here it's, we are, we're heading to Houston, Texas, right? But not yet because we first have to finish what it was last episode's Ooh. rose ceremony. Oh, yes, yes. So, so what do we got? With this rose ceremony, um is, you know, the accumulation of the Elizabeth versus Shanae debacle. Yeah. Um, because obviously, you know, Shanae ended that last date saying that she feels bullied by the girls in the house because Elizabeth is, you know, leading them. And Clayton is believing anything that comes out of Shanae's mouth right now. Just anything coming out of Shanae's mouth. He's believing. He's just drinking it up. Um, and so he decides to bring those two. Well, hold on. And so we're, we're at this. We're at the. We're at the cocktail ceremony, like before the rose ceremony. The girls were already kind of. This show starts off with everyone talking about the drama, and it's just like still going. I'm like, literally, this is. They this is a this is a continuation of what we talked about last time and i kind of like got like an analogy because like you know like last week we were talking about uh, uh who was trying to remove their music neil young was trying to remove his music from spotify and yeah. and all these like articles were going off about joe rogan i feel like the more people sit there and try to like be like cancel joe rogan the bigger he's gonna get and that's how I feel about like Shanae and, and The Bachelor. I feel like the more these girls talk about her, the more they try to like conspire around her, the more people are going to drop like flies around her and the more she's going to look popular. Like, you know, that's the, that was the feeling I was getting. I'm like, how are you girls still like talking about it? I get it. They're in a vacuum. Right. So they're just so right. obsessed and with like, the situation. They, you can even tell that they're all upset to still be talking about it. They're like, it's fucking shrimp. Why are we fucking talking about this? They, they're, they're, like, just, this is, they're stuck. They're this stuck is, in there. They're so. like, this is so insane. Like they're all they're all upset because they know that all of this, like how Sinead ended their last group date, whatever, has been sucking up people's time. Like that's what most of them are upset about. And they're all like, why has this not been resolved? Yeah. And like because of that, Clayton's like, I'm going to bring these two out. Yeah. He's like We're already in a somber mood. And he walks in. The girls are all like fighting. He's he's all like, sorry to interrupt. And the girls are like, please do. <laughs> and uh, they're like, please interrupt. Yeah. And he's like, I'm pulling you two out. Exactly. They start talking. And it's literally bitching about the fucking situation. Shanae's trying to ask Elizabeth, you know, blah, blah, blah. You didn't even like, you didn't even take any of my shrimp. Weren't you in the hot tub? Weren't you in the hot well, tub? Well, she did lie Elizabeth about the like, hot tub though. That's, that's She didn't actively lie. She just didn't say that she was. Like she just didn't say, I wouldn't say that's lying. I mean, she just I, didn't answer. No, she, I mean, she that's, that's, that's kind of looking weird though. Like, you know, I don't, if, but like, who gives a shit? I, she was like, I don't understand Clayton why does. this is Clayton even Clayton gives issue. a shit. He pulled these two girls to hear with like their he sides of the story. Because he even even said in his other interviews, like, I don't know why we're still talking about a hot tub and shrimp. He doesn't care about any of that. He just wants the drama to be done. Yeah, like, but, but like we have to explain it though. Like Shanae is actually explaining her case. Like if he's like, 
All right, guys, let's do it face to face with all you guys. Shanae is actually explaining her case. And, you know, I don't know. Like, I feel like Elizabeth was being very standoffish and she thought she was coming off looking like whatever. I thought Elizabeth was just handling it even keel. Well, she, she was didn't just obviously like, handle it even keel because she, like, well, she gets Shanae sent was home. losing it. Well, so, she like, gets sent home. I'm just trying to tell you that, like, from the perspective of w- what was going on, obviously it didn't look good for Elizabeth because she ends up get- going home. So, as much as you would, like, like, think she Anybody else who's watching that? is all like i don't understand not me that's the thing it's like because not elizabeth me. isn't even doing anything prodding or whatever and then shanae is out here just like well i throwing, feel like, like you're like you the 90 baby percent of people that are you didn't do whatever and like elizabeth's like why does this even matter but that's like, that does it does be at least like she's like talking elizabeth's like not even answering questions she's like elizabeth lying answered questions and she was just trying to like you know she was like apologizing for whatever and she even apologized to the other girls that this even took up any of their time nah, which, she was lying she, when she walked away like she's like at least i'm a lady she's like you're a fake lady and then she lied again and said i think she called well, me she fat. didn't hear that she said that whatever she's already she's already thinking negatively about the situation there was nothing that's anything just, can do she misheard she didn't see her talk. i mean she i'm misheard. gonna sit here and defend Shanae this episode that's because insane. I don't care you know what's insane to not see it from another person's perspective I can see where I can you're coming see it from. from both perspectives especially as we go on through the episode Mm-mm. I can see whatever but like inherently Shanae is just she like is stirring the pot to stir the pot and Elizabeth is a victim in most of this then uh, man I'm not gonna let her be a victim to any of this like she oh, could have easily been like look like I'm, I'm, I, I was in the hot tub. I didn't, I didn't really see you do the shrimp. Like, like that simply could have been like, like it, but she was being very standoffish trying to hold her ground of whatever. And it was just, it kind of came off like, what are you lying about? Like, you know, Shanae's over here. Like, I don't really think her. she was lying. I don't think she was lying. Veronica, she's, it doesn't matter if she's lying or not. She was in the hot tub. I saw the footage last week. Yeah, so I saw that she was too. lying. She was in the hot tub, but like, I think she was, she was lying. Just like, why are we? discussing about this like You're not, she wasn't lying if we're going to discuss like, and argue about it no because we're discussing and arguing about it how do you expect them not to argue about it because i saw the footage of her in the hot tub when she walked up and offered it you're not going to tell me she didn't lie she lied even if she didn't mean to she 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 was in the hot tub and she says she wasn't i saw that go down but like the thing is like that shouldn't even be the issue that shouldn't be the issue and that's what they were trying to solve other things and Shanae's all like because Shanae has no other thing to stand on that's what she's going to stand on what and does elizabeth have to stand on she has to stand on the fact that she's been bullied technically oh my Shanae god she's not you're not claiming she's ADHD the one bullying when Shanae is the about one about calling her all these different no, things no. about the way that Shanae is yeah no yeah. way yeah you can't tell me that the girl that's bullying the one girl like a group of girls are bullying one girl that she's, she's getting not even bullied. bullying shanae Give me a break dude they don't like shanae because shanae isn't nice they make this show for you i swear to god because like literally any other person can see that this is like a situation where it's like there no one's in the right here i'm not even trying to say one person you're trying to say elizabeth's in the right she's not I don't really think Elizabeth's in the right that much either, okay, but I think they're both she's wrong. more yeah, of a victim than Shanae is. No one's a victim here. They both signed up for this shit. I'll tell you that right now. So, but with that being said, anyways, with that being said, that, she walks Clayton, away. Then she lies Clayton again and even, says, like, I think she called me fat, which gets the other girls to bully. She doesn't lie. She didn't hear It doesn't her. matter. She said she it, Veronica. It doesn't matter. She said it. And also, because she said it, That's she's going to get the other girls. She's she gonna, don't know what you heard. Oh, it doesn't matter. She goes and says it to the girls, and the girls are going to think that she said she called her fat now. Now you're going to have the girls, like, bully her even more, Shanae. Well, what's worse, fat or fake? Both. Both uh, are bad. I think be, calling someone fat is definitely, like, you know, 
Taken, I don't think it's worse. Uh, well, I would rather be called well, that's fake living, than fat. That's because I've actually, you know, I don't care. looked into fat phobia. But well, regardless, I'd rather be called fake than fat. Like, someone could call me either one. Like, I wouldn't give a shit. But, like, if you call me fake, I'd be like, fuck you. If you call me fat, I'd be like, fuck you. But, like, regardless of it, you know, she's she's instigating. So she walks away and she goes back into the house. And, you know, Jesse Palmer lets the girls know that, like, Clayton is like not gonna put up with it he's like just over it he's already been wasn't a somber mood coming in and going out he's going i also just think clayton's emotionally immature he doesn't know how to conflict resolve he's not very great at that so i think he just he i mean dipped out of their conversation which i understand because they're just going back and forth talking about shrimp and hot tubs um and he just you know chalks it up to which he talks about in a later you know notes apology post about how he he's like i just thought it was petty drama which i think is you know problematic in general just calling any argument that women have and just instead of listening to it calling it petty drama now, what he's trying to do is get ahead of like later episodes where he's gonna have to probably apologize even more so what he's doing is like laying foundations to look i apologize for all this little petty stuff that i didn't see because of whatever but later on in the show when i have sex with three girls in one week and then tell them all to their face. Hopefully you guys won't hate me that much then. But um, yeah, so eventually they go through the the ceremony and um, yeah, he he ends up, Sinead prevails and, and Elizabeth goes Elizabeth home. Elizabeth gets sent home, Kira gets sent home and Melina gets sent home. Um, yeah, so I mean, to be honest, like, I mean, I don't think uh, Elizabeth should have gone home for that, but... I don't think so either. Honestly, I think if anything was to happen, I think they both should have just went home. I think that's always the better situation when it comes to the, like that kind of drama that keeps brewing. It's just cut off both thorns, you know? Yeah, you know what also I think might have affected it was that, like, you know, I, I what I saw was when uh, they were... When Clayton brought both girls together... Um, he walked away for a second and then the girls continued to talk and, and and he was like listening from like behind a wall or whatever and Shanae came off like when it was just the two of them talking Shanae actually came off like if you were to overhear that conversation Shanae came off better because she was like well maybe if you were like apologize you would have more friends in, 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 in the house she's like I'm not here for friends I'm here for Clayton like if Clayton's hearing this type of stuff that does sound bad on Elizabeth's part that's all I'm trying to say is that Elizabeth I don't know if it sounds bad but it sounds like oh my like, god you know, Veronica why do you gotta argue with me on this shit it it's, just sounds like Shanae's obviously just going for Clayton I'm not saying that that's it what sounds the show's bad for. on Elizabeth that's what the whole point is it just sounds like Elizabeth is all like you should apologize for things that you've done no dude if you're Clayton I'm talking about if you're Clayton yeah, you but wanna... I'm saying like if I were Clayton I would want to hear somebody apologize for things that they've done too no no you would you would care more about the girl that's there for him as opposed to trying to well, be friends you with all care the girls. more about the girl that you obviously have a heart on for which is shanae yeah so i mean there's that too like i mean that's another plus for him he likes shanae better than elizabeth so um, i think yeah he's sticking with his dick in that situation i mean but. like most bachelors do um clayton is excited about um you know so they like uh they end up going they get and letting uh know that they're not going to be in the mansion anymore they're going on a international uh you know love quest or some shit they say and, and the uh, first stop is houston texas houston H-Town. texas i know and knowing that they were going to go to houston texas from the promo in the beginning it was just like that was a weird like Weird setup. Weird setup for it. Like, we're going international, starting in Houston, Texas. But um, when they get there, um, you know, he has a a fellow Mizzou football player that lives there with his family. Yes. And he's very excited Mm -hmm. about seeing his friend. 
And uh, this is where like a little, Clarence. you know, I would say the tailgate, you know, football episode goes down. And uh, from there, um, you well, know. First, 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 um, Rachel got pulled for her one-on-one date first, right? Yeah, Rachel yeah. is a is a beautiful girl. Um, I really like She's Rachel. The um, you know, during their date, there was not much that really happened. They, they rode some horses. Riding. They have a ton of chemistry. They make out a ton on this date. Mm-hmm. Um, it was extremely strange that they just just randomly rode up their horses to a random barbecue, <laughs> and like this family was all like. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah i was confused i was like what happened is this like more football friends or something and they were just random no, people just random people That's it's random. seemingly and they're just you know they're talking about you know love and family while they cook up some meats and chop some corn and then they finish out the date like on a dock and then they go to like you know a cute little thing see this random country band that i know nothing about to play but but on a the dinner date just- on the dinner date she talked about how her ex-boyfriend hated her job or like her profession and yeah um, hated that she was successful like wanted her to kind of be you know wanted her to be a little stay at home kind of kind of gal which is not seemingly Rachel's idea. She's like, I want to be able to have a family do that. And then also like still do my career that I love. So they go back and, and uh, they dance to obviously a country band uh, called Rec- Restless Road. The song's called Growing Old With You. Um, and they, they thought it was romantic that, you know, they might grow old together, which probably won't happen. Um, and Clayton said, I'll never dim your light, which ew! I thought was ex- which I thought was great. Yeah, oh I my loved God. that. That's that's lame. Um, so, well, as someone whose light has been dimmed by many a man, it's nice to hear. I'll never but, dim your um, light. Oh my goodness, I can't imagine saying that in real life. But um, but yeah. So when we get back, the girls are still talking about shit about Shanae, and this is where I think is going to be a spiral for some of the girls um, coming up next episode. Oh, yeah. But this I was this the was best a bad this, move. This is I the best this was shit. A bad move. Like, why? Are you, first of all, why are you going to be talking shit when you know Shanae could be sharing a wall with you? Um, the, you're well, in a hotel. I mean, Walls why are, are you talking shit at all? That's the whole thing, right? And, and well, uh, it's just like Sierra. I feel like is the type who is like. She's the type who's like, I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something, whatever. And I'm like, that's your downfall. Like you, you're, that's not going to help. It might help the cause of other people. It's not going to help you specifically. Well, but. you know, uh, I mean, we'll talk about that later on. I have a couple points about that, but this setup right now is like the perfect, like villain plot. Like it was something out of a Marvel movie, the way like she could hear her through the wall and she gets up and she hears their whole like plan. That's about to get foiled because like, she's like, Oh, you're going to do this. Well, I'm gonna get hot. And, and like, actually she kept it to herself cause they did the, the, the well, that was, yeah, this was before they even started the date. date. Yeah. So like, like you know, there's stuff that will happen on the date that they really didn't allude to till later on, but yeah, they go on their date and this is like a, a football date and the girls have to, you know, break into teams. We got the shrimp stampede with uh Shanae and the crew. And then with we Shanae. got, and we got the other people and I'm glad that they were able to get that name cause that's hilarious. And then we got the purple punishers, purple punishers. I just thought like the producers were like really milking the shrimp. First of all, shrimp can't stay stampede and they're just milking it and i'm like oh my god but yeah, they got the um, punishers it's all so yeah this is like a uh you know a, a clayton themed date they got uh they got uh two football players there from the houston texans from the texans and uh 
you know, so they start and they're essentially playing for the prize of winning the after party date and the girls that lose don't get to go. So um, yeah. we see I liked that. the fact that they did a little montage of former uh, Bachelor Bowl dates. I thought that was kind of I thought that was kind of cute. As someone who's been watching the show through all of those uh, those episodes, I thought that was kind of a little fun Bachelor history moment. Yeah. Um, like for what you're talking about, the Bachelor Winter Games. No, they did like the little. Oh, they did yeah. like a little montage of a former Bachelor Bowl. Episodes. Yeah, yeah. I, that, well, when I brought up Bachelor Winter Games, they had that girl that was in yeah. the show hosting with um with them and stuff. But um, you know, I, I'm just gonna say now. I think Sierra goes home this next this next. Oh week, yeah, I know? think so too. I think she shot herself in the foot. Yeah, I uh, mean, she's talking too much, and uh, you know, the drama is just like. It's just not she, gonna go and plus over. she was just targeting like if we're gonna talk like actual football, she was just targeting Sinead to target her, which like isn't a good look when you're playing in front of like a former football player. Like he's gonna notice. Um, but I have to give it up to Marlena, the Olympian, because she just fucking smoked everybody. She did incredible, and I also have to give it up to Teddy, who Clayton even didn't like was surprised that she was like tackling girls because like if you see teddy just standing around like she's thin she's like you know seemingly like unassuming and she was just out there just breaking necks and i was i was here for it i was here for it i was like damn teddy you fucking play that game you're you're trying to get that time too because we haven't seen her since the first episode pretty much and she was an early front runner but where is she now who's to say well the purple punishers come out with the w and uh, they win the after party. Now we get to the after party, and off the bat, there, you know, you just have to love it. Like, just anytime the girls will talk about there not being drama, you don't think the producers are on their walkie talkies starting up some drama to come oh, in? Oh, for sure. The oh producers are like, anyways, some people have a, are convinced that Shanae's a plant, a producer plant mm-hmm. as well, which I could see. But well, yeah, she's making it super entertaining for me. But so, yeah, that's exactly what the producers do. They plant Shanae in there and Shanae's come in fully stocked. Ready. I want to know where they dropped her off because they show so much footage of her walking to wherever <laughs> they were having this like after party that I'm like, did they just like drop her like far down? And they're like, OK, now we got to get footage of you. Walking. There's no way they probably had her. This is in the same hotel they're staying in. They probably had her walk around the block. And then yeah, I don't know. Away. It's just funny to me. It's so, just so yeah. So um, you know, at this point, uh, you know, Shanae is already hatching her plan. Sierra, in the meantime, is 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 confronting Clayton and and essentially just bringing up more drama about Shanae and, and putting her mouth doing the same she, shit she did last week. She, pretty much, she doesn't need to be doing ago. this. This is like her only thing that she has right now. She has no connection. Yeah, with because Clayton. I don't really think she has a connection with Clayton. So like. She's in this sense, she's going to be end up being like a martyr because she's going to go home because she has no connection with him. But he's still not going to see anything until this a while. Is, and this, even yeah, I was a lot of s- the other girls on the date are all like, I don't even know if I want to be bothered by this. Like Sarah's like, I'm not even going to bring up like whatever. Like it's more Sierra and Genevieve who are pissed, who have like little bees in their bonnet. Yeah. And they're like, I'm going to bring it up. And then like the other girls are like, all right. <laughs> You guys can do that. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, uh, to be honest, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm looking forward to see her going home. And, uh, you know, while that's happening, uh, uh, 
Clayton is actually bringing up the point. I'm like, to Sierra, like, didn't you tackle her for no reason, like, while we were playing football today? Which I loved. Called her out straight up. Was like, you know, you're He's talking like, about- I saw you guys getting violent because then Sinead did, you know, ta- retaliate as would make sense. Because you're, if you're going to get ca- tackled, you're going to try to, you know, tackle somebody else. Even though both of them were just tackling the tackle. Wasn't even making sense for the play, but... Yeah, but, you know, like you said, Clayton saw that, and Sierra just really, like, tried to change the subject and get back to, like, how Sinead is I know, is not she's like, all like, is that not allowed? And I'm like, bitch, yeah, of course it's not allowed. Like... <laughs> It's not how football's played. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just it's just really, I mean, this is exactly why I cheer for people like Shanae is because, like, you got people like Sierra over here that are probably worse than Shanae to me um, because at least Shanae has a connection with Clayton and, um, and, you know, that'll take her farther than this drama starting that, you know, and... And that's just, you know, even though Sinead started the drama with the shrimp stuff, like, you know, I I will admit that. Just in general, like saying mean things and lying and whatever. I mean, whatever. I I honestly think it's just it's smart gameplay. I mean, if she's been able to make it two episodes like like making fun of people's disability, smart gameplay. Yeah. Well, whatever it is, like she fucking won two episodes now. Elizabeth went home. I'm still on Team Sinead. That's a way to think is like being all like, I won. I won. That's so toxic. If you're actually like there for love, that's toxic. I mean, come on, like I, the whole show is toxic. I don't, I don't know what. Of to course tell you. it is. Of yeah. course. So I'm not gonna like pinpoint on just one person being toxic. The whole thing is like including the the lead. So I mean, you know, to me, I think this is just a, another win for Shanae. She gets to come in there, and at first, Clayton's kind of like, "What are you doing here? Didn't you lose?" Which was a very cold welcome. But um, you know, Shanae. But it's accurate. That's the truth. <laughs> well, either way, within five minutes, Shanae's on a on a bar top making out with him. I so know. you know, as Clayton much as you want to hate on her, I think she's playing the game great. And this is a game. Let's not forget, people. He's a um, simple, simple man. He's not thinking. So um, yeah, I mean. Clayton, uh, you know, she he pretty much is like happy with her. She comes into the girls and says, keep my name out of your mouth. She takes the trophy that that dumbass trophy that they won and threw it in and the bushes. And throws it into the bushes. And then took off. And I just, I'm just like, hell yeah. Like, you know, someone can get away with doing this and also probably not get sent home for it. It's just awesome to see. Good TV. Um, mm. You know, so yeah, they're, she's very confident about this stuff and um that's the end of the that's episode. That's when she dubs it the Shanae show. That's not confident. That's cocky. Whatever. Um. So that's pretty much the end of the episode right there. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, we don't get to see. I'm guessing we'll start next episode with Serene's one-on-one date because she is the one who is left for the one-on-one date. Um. It looks like they're trying to trick us again in these um previews because they showed like part of what looks like more drama popping up for next week but then like they're like in the rest of the season and then they show genevieve and um and shanae in what dresses looks like they were showing them in the preview for next episode but like around the whole like and i've been intimate with three of you or whatever um part that they keep showing and i'm like hmm i wonder if like that is actually when that happens or if it's happening from you know what is next week's episode so they're they're trying to trick us they're trying to really throw us off the scent i mean to me this is what i got from from it 
I think Shanae makes it really far, you know, yeah. after she's like made it this far at this point, it, like girls will have to realize, stop talking about Shanae or we're going to get sent home because we're losing time with Clayton. And also, right. you know, there's other girls that are doing it and, and getting closer and closer with him. So it's just yeah, like, there's a like bad I move. mean, like the Sarah's, the Rachel's, the Susie's are not and they're like seemingly going to be top contenders and the Teddies aren't talking about Shanae yeah. and they're doing pretty well um so, so we see we see a lot of sarah they're in the next by shanae but they're not talking about it we see a lot of sarah in the next episode we see it looks like gabby gets a one-on-one in the next episode um shanae's still going hard and they uh tease a two-on-one with shanae and genevieve so yep. which obviously i'm i you know genevieve is going home I, and yeah, I like Genevieve. I think that's gonna. Well, it, that makes me feel like if if it's between Genevieve and Shanae, that makes me think that yes, yeah, Sierra goes home in the next row ceremony, oh, and yeah. then it goes down between because then Genevieve was like kind of next up of like being pissed at Shanae. I mean, everyone's pissed at her, but like being vocal about it is mostly Sierra and Genevieve and Gabby. They're like the three group that she mentioned. Gabby is like just like I think Gabby's more frustrated. Gabby's just like upset. Like she was seen crying early in the episode. She's like evil one. But like I feel like she isn't out here like really talking to Clayton about it. She's just upset. She's not talking to Clayton so, about it, but she's part of the group that was mentioned. Sierra, Genevieve, right. and Gabby that was talking through the wall. And that's why uh, Shanae has her crosshair set on her. So um, and then we get a look uh, later in the season and he's in love with three women obviously we know that clayton is so broken over it and um i saw a lot of rachel a lot of rachel and i think previews. rachel's gonna make it real far yeah um and i uh, mean his entire one-on-one date with her he was all like i just want to spend more time with you like i want world to i want time to spot and stop with you like he's very in on Rachel. Yeah. So I wonder if something crazy happens to kind of like get that off course. Um, and then we end with like our post credit scene with Sarah talking about her peeing herself in front of Buster Rhymes, which was like very, oh, very uh, left field for Sarah. I felt like I was. I love I love Sarah. I think she's fun. I like her a lot. Uh, yeah, she's probably going to make it far, too. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that was pretty much our episode. Obviously, uh, a very heated episode between fans here on this on this show. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, why don't we talk about some lighter Bachelor news? What else is coming out of Bachelor Nation? So Ashley and Jared in, um, had their baby. He was born on Monday afternoon, um, January 31st, which is also... Um, Ashley's mom's birthday and the day that her parents met 44 years ago. You know, Ashley, I is just one of those sappy kind of gals. Um, but like the, the fact that she knows she's like, what an important day. Um, but so, yeah, I mean, literally the way I, she literally thinks her life is this is us or something. Um, my mom's kind of like that too, actually. Like you'll get like a random text from her being like on this day, like 13 years ago, like this, this, that. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I if 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 I could like document my life like this is us, that'd be important. But at this moment, I would have to make all that stuff up to like really make it make sense. I mean, like I remember about. specific stuff, but like I don't know. That's about it. Yeah. So remember. um. So yeah. Uh, congratulations to them. Uh, anything else? Yes. Yeah, so they have like announced, I guess, the cast. So this whole Bachelor Live thing is where they go city to city. Becca. Kufrin is the host and like you pretty much it's like an interactive bachelor experience where mm -hmm. they have one of the bachelor like one of the former bat like bachelor guys 
on there and like they pretty much you're like interacting and like dating them or oh, whatever. Oh, so th- they this is good because like Bachelor Live was just finding random guys. Obviously, they're doing it the opposite of what they did on K- uh, or on um, Michelle's season where they picked the guy from Bachelor Live to bring on the actual Bachelorette show. But, yeah, LOL. Yeah, but now they're get, that's a smart idea, I think, to take the rejects of the show and kind of make it its own little live Bachelor in Paradise. Well, that's thing. how I think it was. I think that's how it was originally. I think you, you, he was one of like the guys that came, like that was one of the people who was brought up on stage that mm. then ended up on... Um, on Michelle season, but, but um, yes. the guys that are on it are James from Katie season, Katsu Connor from Katie season, Justin from Katie season, Rick from Michelle season. I almost forgot about him. Ivan from Tasha season, and then Rodney, who you know is a fan fave. Um, so I see him being popular for whatever string of oh, and Andrew, I believe. Um, from. Is that Katie season or? I don't know. I we should probably go check that out if it comes to Atlanta, just to see what it's all about. Yeah, I'm like, I need to, I need to see the 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 tickets and stuff because I was laughing because like there's one in Peoria, which is like where I would go do like track meets in middle school. Um, but a lot of, I'm seeing a lot of. Um, oh, Atlanta, April 10th. Yeah, I at mean, Fox the, Theater. They, That'd be a good show to go to, I think. So, um, so yeah, I mean, uh, I haven't, you know, been online, so I haven't been seeing too much of the drama. Um, I did see that Clayton posted an apology to Elizabeth, I guess. He, d- he did post an apology, and it reads, uh, it reads pretty much that, you know, he's sorry for not actually listening to people. Um, but it was you know it talks about neurodivergence and stuff like that it reads i'm sorry elizabeth for what you're going through i wish i could have seen what was happening when i wasn't there i obviously knew y'all weren't in a good place with each other but i thought at the time that it was solely petty drama i would have sent shanae home immediately for making fun of you for being neurodivergent had i known Overall, the experience for me watching hasn't been fun simply because I'm seeing all the damage that I caused. I really meant well, but my actions weren't always the best as I can now see the repercussions from my decisions. I can promise you I'm learning from the mistakes, though, and I'm doing everything in my power to come out to the other side a better man. Yeah, like I said, I think it's more of like a, like a spin for later on in the season when we see him kind of be... Are you, say, are, you, are you saying that saying that he isn't actually sorry for all the neurodivergent digs that were at Elizabeth? I mean, maybe. I don't know. I really think that's just more about him than anything, like, than apologizing. I think, yeah, he's covering his ass, yeah. but... I mean, I think. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and be that that guy that sits here and picks one thing that was said between a dis- argument that the producers decide to bring to light for us to just like sit here and talk about. I don't really, you know, she, she doesn't have it. Probably doesn't have that much knowledge about what that is. She's probably ignorant to it. If you come to her now and ask her about it, if she has like the same answer or something, she doubled down maybe. But like, you know, I'm not going to sit here and like sit here and crucify someone for an argument that, you know, everyone's taking low blows at each other and stuff. So, yeah, um, that's just know. my, that's my opinion on it. And to be honest, like I like to read through the, I like to read th- uh, through the lines of things. And to me, it just seems like if I was Clayton, I would try to get ahead and try to say all these nice things before the episodes come of on. Of course, where, of course. Yeah. I see that part for sure. I think he's definitely trying to get ahead because 
why yeah yeah I don't think he could go by especially because Elizabeth started a whole like after her episode of being yelled at for having ADHD she started a whole fund that raised a lot of money for you know different neurodivergencies like organizations and stuff like that so um, I think it would have been a bad look on him no matter what if he didn't say anything so right um, well um, so we'll catch you guys next week with more bachelor talk uh, week five will be going down uh, and we'll just have to see the Shanae show continue um, so V why don't we get into something we like to call I don't know <laughs> quick hits what do we got for some quick hits so in exciting news something that people had been predicting um was is that Brianna and ASAP Rocky are expecting their first child together and in pure yes the kids love it the kids love it this is going to be the prettiest baby ever um and in pure Rihanna and ASAP fashion they hired a photographer to take to take these beautiful photos of them walking through Harlem during like what was you know a nor'easter pretty much happening this past week um with you know, Rihanna decked out in vintage Chanel and uh, ASAP just looking cool as ever. And um, we're all really excited. She's pretty pregnant. So I'm guessing she's probably at least like in her third trimester, I would I would guess. So, um, yeah, um, I mean, people have always said Rihanna's pregnant. But recently, I mean, they were definitely saying that a couple months back. So. Yeah, because she was I think it was getting to a point where like she was doing like the classic like how to hide a bump thing, which we all have seen by like the Kylie Jenner's and the whatever's of the world. So um, so but it so you do know, you think we're going to get a lot of sad music from Drake? Oh, yeah, I've been seeing all those. We're getting um, take care, too. Huh? We're getting take care, too. Oh my god, yeah. I mean, I've been seeing all the memes of like people being all like Drake out here gonna be real upset. Um but uh, you know, he had his chance. Yep. He had his um, chance. Well, congrats to them. That's awesome. Uh so what else we got? Another person having a baby, and it's a it's another one, um, is Nick Cannon is expecting his eighth child with um um <laughs> With model Brie Tessie, TC, um, which, you know, he said back in October that he was, like, going to do a journey with celibacy, which I guess was after this baby was conceived because um, they were celebrating the baby shower recently. So this baby is probably going to be born within the next month or so. Um, but, you know, he was celibate from, I guess, October till like, the new year-ish. But, uh you know, no longer, I guess. But um. <laughs> yeah, no, this is I was listening to a podcast. And there's actually an interesting like this is just interesting, because, you know, obviously, we, we've talked about in the past about Nick Cannon, just having kid after kid. And they're all just like babies within like the last year or two. It's like he has yeah. other kids, but he's like, like impregnating a lot of different women that are like consenting to it. But just a month ago, he announced one of his children died. So yeah. it's like, you know, while he's sitting here announcing another child being born with this woman, there's another woman over here that just lost a child from that you. is still grieving. Yeah. So the death of a five month old. So there's, you know, apparently, uh, I guess this baby was conceived before, you know, the news of of, of that baby of dying Zan passing. Yeah. So but which I feel like I guess, but still like. Like you at that point, so yeah. So then you have like a five month old baby that was having like complications in general, and you're out here having an like, 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, else. I really can't judge a person for, you know, what they're doing here. But I could just think I just think about like, you know, if, she, if the other mother, um, how she's doing and stuff. Yeah, but, that's kind of what I think, too. It yeah. makes me makes me just feel a little iffy. But um, well, what else we got? In other sad news, um, Miss USA 2019, Chelsea Chris um, died um, the other day. Um, by suicide. She was only 30. Super, super sad stuff. And it really um, goes to show there's been a lot of stuff coming out after it happened that, you know, especially because she's a black woman, um, like it goes into the stigmas around black people and mental health and mental illness and depression and things like that. And like, even like you could look like you have it all, like you won a pageant, a major pageant and made like history for being one of the, you know, one of the only black women to win said pageant. Um, but, and have like a, a successful career with extra TV and being a host and all these different things. But, um, you know, there's, you know, struggles. Is there, any, is there any talk of like what was going on with her? Like, or, you know, it just seems crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like there's like, something else going on like someone you know threw her off or something like that i really don't know i, I didn't read into the story that's why i'm wondering like was there signs I mean, of like mental no, illness like mental illness just can like really really do that too if like you no i know it, i know i know people kill themselves all the time but i'm just saying like was there any signs of her like just are people coming out being like she was struggling with this or she was doing that or you know she had a bad relationship she just got out of her anything like not not that i've seen um, no um no i haven't seen anything specific to uh, that degree well rest in peace that's just really sad um hopefully there wasn't any foul play there or anything um they're they're ruling it as a suicide so very sad stuff um more sad stuff um it looks like we got on the list here yeah so moses moses j mosley um who is known for playing one of the like pet zombies in walking dead died at just 31 years old and but cops are um trying to look at what how he died because he was found um in Stockridge, Georgia, because, you know, Walking Dead is filmed around here, whatever most people live around here. Um, and, uh, you know, his body was found, like, it, under a um, a bridge that covers a freeway. So there there's an active investigation. So other other sad death of another um, young, young black person. So just uh, sad, sad stuff. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, rest in peace. What else we got? So um, there's, you know, more traction with the whole Neil Young leaving Spotify, his fellow um, uh, his fellow uh, folk rocker who was on the same label as him, Joni Mitchell, um, has also removed a lot of her music from the platform. And now uh, Graham Nash in India, Ari are also announcing plans that they might remove their um, their stuff from the platform because of you know, Spotify stance with, with Joe Rogan and his podcast and things along that nature. Um, so it's, it's starting to, you know, there is a trending, you know, delete Spotify deleted or whatever on Twitter this past week. So, um, there's been a ton of discussion around what this is going to mean. Are people going to keep pulling stuff like, you know, Spotify right now, Joe Rogan makes them a ton of money because he has a specific like advertising platform within like the within also, like you he's can the subscribe. Biggest platform like in the world, like 
in general, like his radio, his podcast has got more viewers than any other podcast and a lot of other shows, like, you know, for everything that he, I, I was just interested, like, you know, in, in this, cause I'm starting to see like people like the rock and some other people like backing Joe Rogan and stuff, because, um, what this really comes down to. I and then feel- I keep seeing a lot of right, right. Conservatives backing Joe Rogan too, which feels gross, but I don't care who backs whatever to me. It's more of like, this is more of like a freedom of speech thing. Like, you know, I feel like the mainstream media is coming at Joe Rogan because everyone watches him and they, because he has open conversations with even the people that you, you like, you're like, oh, we shouldn't give them a platform. It's like, well, he brings them on to have discussions. Like, not that he believes in one thing or another, um, but you know, it's stuff that the mainstream media doesn't do on their platform. And so I feel like they're they're not getting that type of like views or attraction or anything like Joe Rogan is. So they're they're attacking him. And I think it, it comes down to a freedom of speech. I think, uh, you know, good, you know, if these artists want to take their music off of there, that's fine. I don't think, I think that's as simple as them. You know what analytics looks like behind the scene. They can easily just type in, you know, Neil Young and see how many, how much money that made. Oh, it made me a million dollars last year. Joe Rogan's bringing in this much money. Bye. Like, it's like, it's an easy thing for them to be like, bye. And I don't think anyone that's trying to make money or that actually has like, that cares about like, no one's forcing Joe Ro- to anyone to listen to Joe Rogan. That's like the whole thing. If you're actively listening to Joe Rogan or, or, or say you didn't even listen to him and you're just like, oh, he's giving misinformation. Do you listen to him? And it's like, you don't have to listen to him. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's just one of those things like, you know, and, and most of the time with a lot of these shows, like, you know, people just go off of like a viral clip. Like you don't even get the full context of a like a. That's why he has an open format conversational thing, so you can listen for three hours and get and see like taking any little sound bite out of it just to sell headlines or you know whatever is, you know. Well, the I mean, I think it has. I think the problem I have is that Joe Rogan is um, not taking responsibility for the impact that he has um, because there is plenty of, you know, things that have spiraled off of, you know, what he does, Um, you know, things like even with like the Aaron Rodgers and stuff of the world and other people and like, like, you know, main right wing media that are, you know, trying to protect him and also are then pushing more misinformation. Um, So I think that's my biggest issue with it as, you know, somebody who comes from a journalism background um, is that, I I just have a problem with um, the, you know, accountability there. Yeah, but. but I mean, he says himself, like, it's like, I don't like I like I'm having conversations here, like whatever I believe. I get in- that. But that that's him acting like he has no power. Like he is one of the OGs in the podcast game. He's been out there. He's been putting this information. You have to take responsibility for what kind of information you're putting out there then. No, he does. He does more than any other mainstream media. He actually retracts statements. He tries he, every time. He has a fact checker there with him that actually fact checks him live. So if they get something wrong, they're coming on the next episode. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, 
if you listen to Joe Rogan, you know that he does this. If you're just like picking off like something that he says, then you're just one of the people that are just like kind of like taking him out of context. He de- he definitely fact checks his stuff all the time. And the times that Joe Rogan like is the lamest, like his show is the lamest, is when he is appeasing to like this whole like responsibility he has. Like he's like not saying things like naturally like he would or like have real life conversations. He's like scared to say stuff because of the backlash. And at this point, like I said earlier in the episode, when we're talking about Bachelor stuff, like the more you guys like, and I'm not saying you guys, but the more people like, like complain about him and put these headlines up, his, his name, it's like, he might as well pay for this type of promotion. He's not though. Like, you know, he's just getting bigger and bigger. And that's like, it's the opposite of what people are trying to do to him, which is, I think is, it's like every week you see Joe Rogan's name, his, his name is getting bigger and bigger. It's Spotify, Joe Rogan, misinformation, Joe Rogan, Spotify. Like this person is not the first time we've seen someone try to like, uh, pretty much bully someone out of, uh, like, what are they trying to do? Cancel Joe Rogan for, for what? Like, has he said anything? Like he's not sitting here being like anti-vaccine or anything like that like he's just trying to get all the facts out and have everyone kind of like make their own decisions i i don't think uh you know i i just to me you know i don't even listen to his show that much anymore but i have listened to his show in the past and i'll tell you that i stopped listening to his show when he i felt like he started caring about what mainstream media and all this stuff was saying about him when he was just like you know trying to be like hey i'm just trying to have a conversation here that's when i kind of like him the most so it's just it's a very interesting thing i i I do wonder you know as we go down um you know is is the tide gonna turn more on his side or against him i guess the only time will. yeah i just have an issue with the people who have spun his information out and then are like people who are then influencing a large swath of the population to follow things the wrong way or buck against things that our government is trying to do um or you know well, i think that this are is just a help- simple lesson in telling people to do their own research don't listen to a podcast and that's how you get your information because if you are yeah you're a except a idiot. lot of people are using that podcast as their research is the problem well, so th- that's that's we can't control stupid people in this world like you like there's just no but he's empowering them oh my god it, it's it just because he does a podcast he's empowering them just because we do a podcast on future batch we uh, our podcast future bachelor we're empowering all these people to go on this show and do all the stuff you just complained that shanae just did like this is the same shit like we can't be responsible for the like the chain reactions of things in life that's just what i'm saying for this and and you know i that's obviously we we have two different opinions on it but i'm more uh excited to see like how this actually goes down in the future. And I think like, I think Joe Rogan will actually end up on the winning side of this going down. Um, because I don't think like, just like we talked about with bachelor, if these, if these mainstream media people want to keep talking to drama about like Joe Rogan slash Shanae here, they're just going to be like caught in the crossfire of like, you know, all this stuff. And, and it's just, I just think it's just doing like everyone else a disservice. So, um, we'll just have to see what happens with that. Um, what else we got for quick hits? 
Um, Amy Schneider had her the end of her historic run on um, Jeopardy. She is uh, with 40 consecutive wins. She is the second longest winning Jeopardy um, contestant, highest winning female contestant, and first trans contestant to qualify for the Tournament of Champions. So super exciting stuff. Um, congrats to Amy on the um, on her long run. Um, Four, wait, she she's won 40 Jeopardy games. Consecutive Philly, yeah. Wow, that's you got to be smart as shit to do that. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's round these out. What do we got? Kanye West is going to be coming out with Donda two on um, the twenty second of this month, two twenty two twenty twenty two, um, and. Uh, Supposedly, he's been working very closely with Marilyn Manson, which is problematic at at the minimum. At the minimum, it's problematic. Um, so uh, I think even Joe Budden was like had made some sort of comment that this is probably going to be like the most toxic album or like situation with an album. Well, I think uh, so. Future is executive producing it. So, so it's toxic Kanye, as hell. Well, Kanye is trying to make it toxic as hell. Like that's that's. You don't get future. But like, okay, Marilyn Manson like actively has sex, like sexual assault and like grooming and other like allegations against him. I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put myself around Marilyn Manson now or ever. But um, never. <laughs> but Kanye is in that realm right now, like, which is so ironic with him trying to be all godlike and you're surrounding yourself with all this like, you know, mess. It's just stupid. But um, with that being said, probably won't see that album. Uh, you know, we dealt with this last year. Donda yeah, we, 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 we know the drill. Yeah. We know the drill with Kanye. Yeah, it's just it looks like a good date. That would be amazing if he did drop it. Um, and if we did get it, it would probably be just be like songs that were just didn't make Donda one and all that stuff. But yeah, I mean, do you think he'll do like another stadium tour thing with Donda two? He'd be dumb not to, but. Probably. I mean, probably. He's got to show off those boots more, I guess. Yeah. Well, speaking of Yeezy, what made you go yikes this week? Kanye just, he's just making poor decisions with what he's letting come out of his mouth. Mm. So we all know in the lyrics of the song, he said, you know, he beat Pete Davidson's ass, whatever. He's also just claiming um, people, at first it was going around that he was saying that Pete Davidson has AIDS slash is gay. And then it was qualified that, no, 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 he never said that. He just said he looks like he has AIDS, which honestly isn't better. That's not better. It's not a better thing to say. Um, And it's honestly problematic and unfortunate that, like, using AIDS as a punchline, using, like, being gay as a punchline or, like, to, like, belittle somebody is just, like, that's what you're going to do. You're Kanye fucking West. And that's what you're going to do about your ex, your ex-wife's, like, current boyfriend that she is very happy with. She's going to fucking escape rooms. You're getting Kim Kardashian to go to an escape room? You got to be, you got to be doing something right. But, um. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it, this is really bad look for someone that's a Kanye fan. Um, it's a bad look all around, you know, you're right. Uh, Pete Davidson, you know, is making, even if it is publicity, like he's at least making, uh, Kim Kardashian more relatable than she's been in, in, in a over a decade, probably, you know, um, this is exactly what she wanted, you know, when it came to, you know, maybe she wanted the whole like power couple thing with Kanye, but obviously Kanye, you know, took her for granted and, um, 
You know, it, it's 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 just a sad situation to see this, especially because there's kids involved. It's a marriage and stuff. And, um, you know, I, I really can't say much about Pete Davidson. Like, you know, he hasn't had the easiest go of like relationships himself like you know and he's had to right. do it in a public li- public eye and he's coming out on top right now so the least he says you know is the better you know i i uh and he also actually does have crohn's disease so like like he actually you know kanye doesn't does- care about any of that shit right. um so uh yikes yeah that's crazy uh well uh v what uh i do want to know something though what are you watching um i have started watching the new season of summer house at season six um it's you know i'm i'm i like summer house it's like one of my i, I was late to the game of watching it i during the you know I think last year or so I decided to catch up on all the seasons of Summer House and now uh, the newest season just dropped. So it's going over the events of last summer um, because that is just how filming and stuff works, which it's definitely interesting, like knowing what I know about some of the people on the show um, to see like, okay, like how does this all pan out? Mm -hmm. Um, And there's definitely a lot more like serious drama this season with um, stuff leading up to Kyle and Amanda's wedding and just kind of like what that all looks like in that whole dynamic, which I think is um, just going to be super interesting and probably kind of heavy. Um, but I, I've been liking it. But I guess so a thumbs up if we're doing our little thumbs up, thumbs down system. I give it a thumbs up so far. I think I'm only like two episodes into the season because it just started. That's but, you know, I want to know. What have you been watching? Well, um, you know, to be honest, I haven't been watching too much stuff. I've been Me reading. neither. I've this been, is it, pretty much. I've been uh, spending a lot of my time reading as opposed to watching stuff. But, you know, I still got to watch The Bachelor. And um, and then my other show is This Is Us. So I've been watching that. You know, it's in its last season. And I kind of want to see how they end this. Um, it's an incredible show. I really like how it was all put together. And, um, you know, if you haven't seen This Is Us, it's coming to an end soon. So it might be bingeable time to catch up and see um how it all comes to a conclusion and uh speaking of pete davidson earlier i did watch snl this past weekend and um and i had willem dafoe and uh they had special guests katie perry and aleso uh which actually um why don't we just get into that right now Slasher of the week. this song slaps <laughs> segway after segway um so you know this was a song that was performed uh on the show this past week and i actually liked it um i've always been kind of a fan a big fan of uh katie perry and um she brought her uh brought uh the producer alesso um on the show Mm -hmm. i believe this is his song featuring her so or maybe it's just both of them on the song but the song is called when i'm gone and it's a bop i was listening to it a lot um actually the song i really wanted to have slapper of the week I just I just don't know if it's just me that likes these songs, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, an honorable mention to Benny the Butcher featuring J Cole. Um, it was a really good song that was released this last I love week. J Cole. Yeah, it was is awesome. Benny the Butcher is from the group Griselda, which is kind of bringing back old school hip hop. They're from upstate New York, like I am. They're from Buffalo. I'm from Lake George, a couple hours away north. But um, so yeah, so some good music dropped this past week. I was happy about it. Check it out. Um, we're putting it on the Future Bachelor podcast playlist. Alesso featuring is it Alesso? Alesso? 
Alesso, Alesso featuring oh. Katy Perry, When I'm Gone. So check that out. Yeah. And I think they premiered that um, music video for that song um, at during the national championship um, college football game. Because I'm like, I'm like, why is this so familiar? I'm like, oh, because I saw it during that game. Yeah. So um, definitely doing a lot, doing its doing its rounds right now. It's a pretty yeah. good song. Um, well, uh, do you have any shout outs this week, Veronica? I wanted to shout out a couple of birthdays that are coming up this weekend. Uh, my good pal Jenna. Kesnick Pulido mm. um, in Tampa. And then I wanted to shout out my bestie, David Pate, for his birthday. Hey. His first birthday as a dad. Um, It's funny because actually I was on Spotify listening to that Benny the Butcher song featuring J. Cole. Um, uh, what's the name of it actually? So I can just tell you guys. It's called. What is it? Yeah, what is it called? It's called I feel like I listened. It's called Johnny P's Caddy. Um, not a great name for a song, but, um, it's very good. And so I was listening to it and I looked on my Spotify and I guess I only follow a couple of people and David Pate is one of them. So, um, he was listening to the same song at the same time. So I texted him and I was like, Hey man, that song is fire. Right. So we had it like, it's just funny that, um, that all happened. So, um, shout out to you. And speaking, speaking of my last shout out, but because music, um, my friend Hannah, she decided to make us a, um, a snack sinistas wrapped. So my friend group, my main college friend group, we call ourselves the snack sinistas. And every two weeks we submit one to four songs to our group text of, you know, whatever we're listening to, whatever we're vibing with. And, uh, Hannah, you know, curates them into a great playlist that you're supposed to listen to from top to bottom. Mm -hmm. And then she also has curated our archives for the past, I guess, like three years now that we've been doing this. So we have every song on there from every playlist. And so this year she decided after, because we all love Spotify wrapped, we're all, you know, former journalism students. We all love like that kind of data and like that kind of like integration and stuff like that. Um, She made us our own Spotify wrapped version for our playlist for this past year. And it was so cute and cool to like see, you know, who are our top artists, like what songs got repeats, how many times did my friend Brendan submit songs by Kylie Minogue um, and things to that nature. So I've got to give her a shout out for for that for us. That's a really cool idea. Um, yeah, so my shout outs are just really quick. Uh, I grabbed coffee with my homie, uh, Jay Springer, aka Jesse. And, um, you know, it was dope. We we're just in the coffee shop listening to each other's music with headphones on, just like everyone's probably just looking at us, but we're like bopping. You guys are like bopping. Oh, man. I love <laughs> You're like jamming in the I, corner of like I in love the park. My new, I mean, my new thing is grabbing coffee on Saturday mornings with whoever is asking me to hang out. They want usually like, let's go grab a drink or something. I'm like, hey, I'm doing coffee now. Do you want to meet up? And it's just really cool. So shout out to you, man. And um, and then also uh, I wanted to shout out my buddy Adam Hilliard. You guys maybe hear of Andy on the show a couple times. He's my buddy that lives down the street from uh, my high school. But um, before he moved here, his older brother lived here, and he was my friend here. And uh, he moved to Thailand, so I had to like kind of figure oh out God. how to talk to him. He's 12 hours ahead. So... You know, I had talked to him at like 6 p.m. on a Friday night trying to plan how to call him at like 9 a.m. the next morning, which was going to be 9 p.m. his time. It it was wild. But um, just shout out to you, man. I miss you. 
Um, so yeah, that's our episode. Episode 200, you know, we had to get in some, you know, heated discussions to bring it back. You know, we haven't gotten into one of those in a while and it felt good, uh, man. But, um, but yeah, so guys, I hope you enjoyed episode 200. We got 200 more coming your way. Um, just give us a couple years and, um, you know, <laughs> and yeah, just in, in general, I just want to give, give us, us four more years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, give us another round of applause. Veronica, thank you as always for showing up and uh, doing the thing and uh you know to many more so um guys we love you thank you for everyone that listens and supports us and um yeah so we'll see you next week with episode 201 because that's how numbers work yeah all right guys well that's been our episode thank you for checking us out this has been future bachelor my name is Cy, and i'm veronica and we love you deuces bye you almost forgot your sign off (laughs) It's been a lot of episodes. Future Bachelor Podcast.